So today is January 21st, 2021. Someone sent me um, a little greeting saying that this is the 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century. And, um, you know, something, a number happening uh, three times has always been significant to me. So I thought, that's it. Today's the day where I will uh, start and record the first episode of the New Year's podcast, Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. So, you know, we're living in times which are most confusing, most uncertain, most um, kind of fear-producing, and really needless to say, um, you know, there's not even a word to describe as to what 2020 um, has been and 2021, where it is going. And hopefully we're moving in a good direction. But I've been um, contemplating uh, starting this new podcast uh, for this whole year. No time ever seemed like the perfect time. And as I started to get analytical, it's like, oh, what episode should come first? What should I begin with? I have like topics galore. And no topic that a topic that seemed appropriate one day the next day it didn't seem appropriate because things are changing that fast in our world whatever i thought about or you know what i think this would be very helpful and the next day i find no i don't think that i, I think there's more to that or there's more something different that's needed so not knowing where to start and not knowing what is more important than the other um, I decided to start today because of the January 21, 2021, and I thought today is the day. So where do we begin? Where do we begin? And um, just like I, you know, tell my clients, we begin where we are. What does that mean? Um, where we are mentally emotionally, physically, spatially, in which part of the world you are living in, country, city, home, and the, the, the external circumstances of your life, family members, the quality of your relationships, and the, the career path that you are on or not on, or you know your situation with your workplace and wherever we may be. So really, where do we start? We start where we are. And initially, any time when we begin something, it seems like it can seem like an overwhelming thing. Like there is, you know, there's so much I have gone through. There's so much I have endured. There's so much trauma I have in the past. There's so much confusion. There's so much I want to do. Everything is just getting mumbled, jumbled up in my head. And I'm getting overwhelmed. And so that's the whole point. We don't, you know, we're not solving all the problems in one day. And 
we don't need to worry about everything in one day or in one sitting. And uh, so we begin where we are. What does that? It really is about um, having the courage to be vulnerable. And what do I mean with that? Many times we don't reach out for help because we don't want to be found out. And the truth is, um, all of us, including myself, we wear, you know, we wear like a, a mask. <laughs> no pun intended. Actually, we, the whole world has been wearing a mask. Um, we've been wearing a mask of who we truly are. That's how we kind of operate in our external world. Uh, we may even wear a mask when it comes to, you know, our loved ones, and then we are left with ourselves, and that's when the mask comes off. We, we have to deal with ourselves. So I think that times, the need of the times is that we need courage beyond courage. We need to be courageous. We need to be courageous and recognize and acknowledge as to where we are. So how did you do in 2020? How was 2020 for you? How has 2021 started out for you? Did you make it through 2020? And if you did, how did you make it? What are some of the things? Um, because I think, you know, it's 2020 has changed the entire world. I think it has changed us in ways that we will realize um, in a little bit time when we can actually take a breather. How has it changed you? And what has it shown to you about you? One thing I do know about the last year, at least, you know, for myself and for, you know, my community, people that I work with, that it really um, kind of unsurfaced so much within all of us that we didn't even realize we were holding on to. It surfaced so much within us for us to see that we had even forgotten or we had no idea that um, that's what we were all about. So the 2020 COVID and the pandemic and everything else that it brought with it, it kind of catalyzed and it kind of initiated a change within all of us within the whole world. So we are in the middle of um, global change. We are in the middle of the shift. And um, that shift is not possible without each one of us shifting. And one of the things that has um, that I have noticed is there's a lot of um, there's a lot of, you know, kind of anger in a lot of people that has leashed, that has unleashed. Um, whether it was, you know, anger at not finding my voice, anger at not standing up for myself, 
anger at someone, you know, a wrongdoing by someone, and anger at the state of my life or the quality of my life, anger at having to go through 2020. And um, so that anger is, is mobilizing everything that's hidden beneath it. So remember, anger is a great mobilizer. It actually disguises the real emotions. Anger sometimes is, for many people, is more acceptable and more easier to deal with. You know, it's, it's, it's totally cool to um, tell everybody how pissed off you are. But we shy away when we have to say, you know, I feel really depressed or I feel really lonely or I feel really scared or I feel really traumatized. Those are difficult conversations to have with others. So we, you know, put a layer of anger on it and we get angry. And that's a, it's, it's not something that we should minimize because by expressing that emotion, that anger, that intense emotion is when the other emotions that are hidden underneath it will begin to come up. So, so um, it's, you know, the courage to recognize what it is that you are feeling thinking and courage to recognize um, how the impact of this pandemic, the world events has had in your personal life, the impact on your job, financial situation, the impact in your relationships, the impact on your children, if you have children, and the impact on your dreams of on what you thought life would be and how you will move forward. So we begin as we are. We always begin with the first step. What the first step should be, it's individual. Whatever, whatever is showing up most, whatever kind of keeps nagging at us and keeps showing up, keeps showing up again and again, um, we will look at that. Sorry, the light just went out. And so we will look at that because it's asking to be looked at. And that can take courage, courage to be vulnerable. And, you know, one of the things that I do notice that any, any step we take, the first step is always the most difficult. To take ownership and to acknowledge of the state of our being is the first step that's the most difficult. Once we get into it, then we, you know, there's no stopping. Then we realize that more we acknowledge where we are, you know, better we begin to feel because we are no longer carrying the burdens of our, say, untold story. We're now no longer carrying the burdens of wearing a mask and pretending to feel something when we are feeling other than what we are pretending to feel. So it's always the first step. So what is that, um, what is that first step for you? What is that first area in your life that you can um, kind of gather the courage to bring to your level of awareness that this is where my struggle is. This is what's making me feel other than what I want to feel, right? So 
And, you know, we are entering into a time where we really got to be done with the judgments. We really got to be done with um, this is good, this is bad, this is wrong, this is right. Because the display of the polarities in the world, if anything um, it has taught us or anything that perhaps it was trying to teach us that both sides are okay. That the polarity is part and parcel of being um, born into this planet Earth. This is a polarity world. Anything is possible. Anybody can have any opinion, any belief that they want to have. It's not a wrong or right belief. It's really about what is it that you want to feel? And when you believe this X, Y, or Z, what is it that you're feeling? So that's where the work is. Can you change the belief so you can feel better because you wanted to feel better? So... <laughs> You know, when we take a dive into the inner world, it can get complex. It can become um, complicated. It can become really all tangled up. And so that's why we're not looking to untangle everything. We're not looking to heal our entire past in one day. We are just, since it's already here, if it is there for you, then you just kind of look at, look at things as they are without um, without thinking that you have to give them some kind of an evaluation. There's no evaluation. They're just simply noticing, observing as to what is it that I'm feeling, tuning into what am I feeling? Have I felt this way before? Where is this coming from? What do I do with it? Can I sink my teeth into it? Can I go inside it and take a deep, deeper look and expand my awareness about it? This is, the, you know, getting to know thyself, this self-education. So again, asking that question, where are you? Where are you today, January 21st, 2021? And what is it? What is it that you are um, wanting to feel? Where would you like to be, say, even in one month's time, emotionally? How would you like to feel? And um, what is that single step? What is that one thing, that single step that you know to do, that you can lean towards doing? So um, just, the, you know, and another thing that has uh, shown up um, in my practice is the word, the word should has been kind of rattled. What I mean by that is um, when there's a feeling of guilt. So the guilt is coming from because in the mind there is a word called should. I should do something um, this way. I should be like this. So the word should is the conditioning. Is what we've been taught what we learned by watching the world. And these are the should is the societal norms that we as humans have adapted. And all conditioning is not bad. We are conditioned to brush our teeth in the morning. That's not bad, that's a good thing. 
disputes, our teeth clean. So there's a lot of behaviors that are conditioning that are that we have picked up and they are good things. And I think that's where the, the confusion comes. How do, how do we know what conditioning is good and what conditioning is not good? What conditioning to uncondition ourselves out of and what conditioning to keep? Again, it really goes back to how do you feel when you, when you think you should do something? So an example would be, um, you know, I should go to the gym every day. I need to work out. And when I don't go work out, I uh, feel guilty. Well, that kind of got blown. You know, it just went out the window because the gyms were closed or are still closed. So, and then there's that struggle of I should still work out at home. So they, there's that separation as if like working out or exercising is separate from your life instead of making it a part of your life. And I'll talk about that in one of the later uh, episodes. But if the should, what you should do is constantly creating guilt for you. If what you, if the should is creating shame in you, if the should is creating burdens in you that you don't know what to do with, if it's overwhelming you, if the should is making you feel less than, then we don't need those shoulds. What can we replace it with? What do you want to do? How can you create um, a new should, a new uh, paradigm or a new system for you that's going to make you feel lighthearted, expanded, happier, healthier? more in tune with yourself. So when we ask that question, we will find the answer. Like, you know, an example again, the going to the gym or I don't have time to exercise because I have children. Well, run around with the children. Humble around with them. Give them piggyback rides. You know, play with them. Catch play ball with them, go outside with them, chase them, let them chase you. So it gets built into the life. It becomes part of your life. So it's not a separate, you know, we've been also taught to separate life into compartments. Here's your work life. Here's your family life. Here's your health life. Here's your social life. Here's, I mean, and we fragmented these parts of our life as if they were separate from the other. Now we are realizing, since we've been locked at our homes with little social life, that we begin to socialize with people that we are living with. It's not separate from our life. That exercise is just catching your kids or playing ball with them or hanging out with them. And so more and more when we become present in our lives as they are, we may find that anything that we were looking to add to our lives is already there. It's already there. It doesn't have to be that extra stress. It's not that extra chore. It's not a separate from your life. That's something that you have to do. 
So, and um, the interesting thing about, you know, guilt and shame is one of the interesting things that this is such a kind of a huge um, mentally crafted topic that has uh, found deep roots in our psyche is one of the things about guilt is it keeps us exactly where we are. It keeps us exactly where we don't want to be. So for example, when we feel guilty about eating something like a piece, you know, chocolate cake or whatever is your guilt about food, when you feel guilty about eating it, because you should not eat it, it's bad for you, um, it makes you want to eat more because now you eat it, you feel guilty. Now you need more food of the same to satisfy that guilt, to push that guilt down, to sweeten the deal. And it never gets sweetened. You kind of get into this downward spiraling cycle. If on the other hand, actually really enjoy and devour and be totally present to whatever is your vice, your guilty food, your guilty pleasure. And these two words, again, vocabulary, we need to change our vocabulary here. Um, enjoy it because it's okay for you to enjoy it, even if it's not 100% healthy for you. It's okay for you to totally love eating it and sit down and eat it. When you do that, um, guess what happens? You now are, you're, you're filled with now the enjoyment of it. It's a good feeling. And you forget about it. You get on with your life. But when you feel guilty about it, you can't forget about it. So you need to eat more of it to push the guilt down deep somewhere where you can't find it, but it creeps up again. So, you know, interesting our minds are, interesting how the human psyche works. We, you know, when we become aware, we realize that we actually perpetuate our own traumas. We perpetuate our own traumas and dramas. We perpetuate our own suffering because the awareness isn't there. So again, the big question, where are you today? That question is ever expanding. That question is meant to um, take you inside the makings of your life, state of your health, from physical all the way to spiritual. Where are you? How is that going for you? Where are you? How would you like it to be? What is troubling today? What is a block today? What keeps nagging at you again and again? How is it disturbing the life, your sleep, your eating, your relationships, your personal happiness, your, your, your sense of liveliness? So asking that question, where are you today? And beginning where you are today. And, you know, another interesting thing that um, we think that somehow, you know, we forget that human life is very messy life. <laughs> it's, um, 
It's a messy life. That's what we come here to do. We come here to experiment, to try, to, um, to create, to participate in life in all kinds of ways, forms, and shapes so we can experience ourselves fully. You know, we, we come here to dive, you know, into the depths of our being. We come here to enter the field, get dirty, and get all muddied up, get all broken up, and then get up and say, ha, huh, at least I feel alive. This is what me feeling alive means, that your hands are dirty, you know, you've got a few bruises around you, your hair are all messed up, and but there's something deep inside you that is that has shaken open to expand you. So we don't come here because so we can have perfect lives and we have no problems. Um, problems is the life, and is how do we participate with what life shows up? Is how do we engage with what's around us? Is how do we engage what shows up from each one of us? So, you know, every day, this is not the question just to ask where you are today, you know, just on today. It's every day, where are you today? How are you feeling today? What's going on today? What's going on today with you? What is it that would like you would like to go on today? So we're learning more and more how our inner awareness, how our words, how our beliefs, how our thoughts shape the life that we live. We are, you know, we are creators of our own life. And if that's hard work, that's the only hard work I want to do. And if that's the only hard work I do, then the rest of the life becomes fun, easier, because I get out of the way. So so this is a, you know, a pivotal time uh, in, a, in a way that, you know, we have never experienced before. And I think all time is, you know, pivotal time, depending on where you are. But this 2020 uh, has pivoted the entire planet in a direction, in a way that we will forever be changed. We yet don't know how we will be changed. But if you pay attention, you'll notice that you have changed. You're not the same person who was in March 2020 that you are today in January 2021. I know I am not. I had no idea that I would be moving from US to Canada. March of last year, I thought, okay, quarantine for two weeks. I'll go back to the office. Many of my clients were not happy because they wanted to come in person. So I said, well, don't worry, just hold on. I'm sure in two weeks I'll be back into the office. Well, guess what? I never went back to the office. Not only that, I am in Toronto. I <laughs> lived in a home in Milford Town, in a small town in, U in Michigan. And here I am in Toronto in a condominium on the 17th floor. So... We just really don't know what's around the bend. We just really don't know what's coming the next day. 
But we do know that whatever is before us, whatever life we have created, wherever we have ended up today, we have consciously or subconsciously participated in creating it. So if we go backwards and untangle and um, see how we have created it, that's a very powerful, powerful thing that you can do because it makes you realize your own creative power. And anything we have created, if we have created suffering, that means that we can uncreate the suffering moving forward. So this is a time where, you know, our own power is becoming more and more apparent to more and more of us. It is the time where we are understanding that we have choices, that our power lies in our ability to exercise those choices. We are learning more and more that being aware, the awareness to your life, inner and outer, has a lot of um, clues for you to expand yourself, expand your knowing, and expand the knowing of the environment around you, and especially the environment inside of you. So, um, so this is this episode is not one topic, as you have noticed. I'm kind of going all over the place. Because we are really not at one point. We really cannot pinpoint any one thing. Because this is, there's, there's a mega change happening in the collective. And all kinds of stuff is surfacing up. All kinds of stuff is being stirred up. And all kinds of stuff is being stirred up within each one of us. It's not possible. Because remember, the outer just mirrors the internal. The, the inner. So it's a, the, the collective happens not out of a vacuum. Collective happens from the individuals. So, you know, when we ask, when any single person, when we begin to ask the question, where am I today? Just to gain more, in, more insight and more awareness. We are bringing more awareness and insight into the collective. So don't underestimate your power, not only just to change you, change your life, but to change the life of so many of all of those that you will come in contact with. So again, it's a, it's a daily, um, continuous inquiry and self-reflection to really tune into where you are today. So I'd like to just, you know, welcome you to this um, podcast. I started the podcast, um, not the podcast, actually. I came up with this notion of igniting change, finding your fire um, in May 2020. 
as when we were going through the whole quarantine, things were pretty confusing and pretty scary. And I just, I, you know, I just threw my hands up and I just asked, why am I here? Why am I here? And what is being asked of me? So asking that bigger question and connecting with the perhaps the higher perspective, a deeper perspective. I was led to create this program, Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire, that I taught at that time, and hence the podcast. And I, you know, I just kept this name because I think it's fitting. These, these times are about change, and change is the hardest thing uh, to do. It's the hardest thing to change. And, um, but how can it be easier? How do, how do we find our reason for change, the inspiration for change, that fire, that inner fire that moves us? How do we find that? So I hope you um, enjoy the podcast. And um, again, I'm Meena Puri from Ayurveda Healing Center. If there's, you know, I've been doing this work, yoga and Ayurveda, really getting into more into healing, spiritual healing, emotional healing, as that's what I feel the needs of the times are. And uh, for the last um, combined 35 years. And if you, um, if this kind of material resonates with you, go to my website, areyouwaythehealingcenter.com. You will find a lot of free content. And I've done, you know, podcasts before. Um, last year, you will see them. You'll see blogs. You'll see a lot of write-up on what I do. So check that out. And um, if you like the podcast, you know, like. You know, we are, we're living in times where sharing, uniting, even though, you know, by, um, through the internet or through the, the, the technically, we are combined, we are joining with one another. So these times are important that we hear each other's um, voices. And so writing a comment, connecting uh, with others like that it's you will be amazed how inspiring that is it starts kind of a thread of conversation people feel free we all feel free to express ourselves and we need that freedom so i hope that you would uh, you know comment and like if you feel compelled to do so and um that's it so just check out my website um, and stay tuned for future podcasts. And I'm so happy to be talking to you. And I hope to uh, continue to bring these podcasts, depending on what shows up that day. So I'm just going to do it very organically. As I uh, was trying to figure out a systematic, what should come first and second and third, you know, I just now know it's not going to happen. So we're going to, you know, I'll pick apart a topic uh, each week that shows up that week. And uh, we'll just have a conversation about it, giving you, you know, perhaps my insight, my perspective, my experience, and uh, see if it resonates with you. So that's really what we're here to do. We're here to share. Uh, we're here to expand. We're here to acknowledge um, all that we are feeling collectively. And there's a huge power in acknowledging that. It takes the burden off. It makes us feel like, oh, thank God. I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one. 
So it validates what we're feeling. And that connection is what the, this podcast is all about. And um, so take care of yourself. And I look forward to talking with you at the next episode.